Hi, this is Laura McHarry at The Hidden Edge. And this is Nigel Davy from SME Needs. And this is another one of our 10-minute business podcasts. Today, we're talking to Richard Mack from RT Promotions, a business with thousands of promotional products just one click away. He's going to be sharing the power of using all of the senses to remind us of your offer. Richard, hi. It's good to have you join us today on our podcast. We've known each other for what seems like forever. I remember quite vividly us coming up with the term memory hook marketing as the title of a 10-minute business exchange presentation. Guess when that was? Oh, dear. 2007. Seven, okay. (laughs) For our audience, (laughs) tell us about you and RT Promotions and why promotional gifts make a great memory hook. Yeah, thank you. And thank you, uh, Laura and Nigel, for inviting me. Yeah, RT Promotions is corporate gifts, corporate merchandise. And to most people, that would be a simple thing like, um, I'm, I'm holding a promotional pen while talking to you. So that's got a message on it from somebody. Somebody's trying to reach me with a message. It could be some branded workwear that you're wearing. That's merchandise. And that's reaching and formulating a message. And that's what my business does. It's trying to get your message seen and viewed by people. Everyone's trying to reach us with marketing messages. And I read an article one day, uh, a while ago, that was about, we get tens of thousands of marketing messages every day. The radio and the ads is a marketing message. The billboards you drive by, the shop windows, the newspapers, social media, spam. Everyone's trying to sell a marketing message to you somewhere. And guess what we do? We filter that out. Otherwise, we wouldn't cope. Um, You just filter. You just drive the same route every day, but you don't necessarily read the billboards. You gloss over the adverts that come on the telly. Lots of people fast forward them. So memory hook marketing is aiming at getting something to your end user, to a client, that they can't ignore. Something that in an ideal world, nine times out of ten, if you take the pen example, that's going to land on somebody's desk. It's going to be in use. They can't ignore that. They think they're ignoring that message. I'm not stood here reading that pen until, until now, until this very minute. I didn't even know the message on that pen. But subliminally, that message is reaching me. That's there. And that's the secret of memory book marketing. You're, you, you think that you're filtering it out, but I'm being cunning and finding a way to get it into your hands or into your desk or into your car and then my message is being received, and gradually that will seek through. Okay, some useful information there, Richard. Thank you. Um, I'd not have thought of some of it in, in that way. What's the return on investment from a marketing perspective of promotional goods? Uh, that's a damn good question. Um, it, my best example I can give you, real story, I was sat with a client who breaks down, um, he buys broken broken motorbikes, so write-offs, he, he buys them, and then he breaks them down into smaller pieces. So if you wanted a Ducati front wing, and he's got one in his storeroom, you can get it really cheap. If you wanted a, a Triumph Spitfire, that's a car, by the way, not a bike, a chain mechanism, if you went and bought a brand new one, it would cost X, but he would, he'd have one ready to go. I was sat in his office. He, he was buying really, really low-cost key fobs off of me, and he put those key fobs out with every spare part. So if you bought anything off of him, 
he'd send a key fob with the part. And while I'm in his office, somebody phoned up, funny enough, for a front a fairing on a motorbike, one of those fiberglassy things. And uh, long story short, when he'd finished the call and take the credit card payment, it was for £700. That fairing didn't cost him anything because he bought it as part of a motorbike, so it was probably 20 quid, and he sold it for 700 quid. How did he get the business? Because he asked the guy, he said, how did you hear of me? I've never dealt with you before. And he said, oh, I, when I bought my motorbike, the guy gave me some spare keys and your key fob was on the spare keys. So there it is. It's a low cost key ring. And he's used it effectively and you keep your spare keys on it. It's not sexy enough to put your main keys on it, but your spare keys go on it. And there it was, that one key ring, he bought 500 at a time off me. And that 500 probably cost him 150 quid. They're so cheap, right? So 150 quid order on one key ring, a 700 pound order. I guess that involves uh, an element of psychology, understanding what stimulates a reaction in your particular, not your clients, but in the clients that you're servicing. I too had a, a key ring with a spirit level on it that I got given to me by my handyman and I had it for ages and I loved that spirit level. It was brilliant for sorting out pictures and, and getting them straight. Tell us about other, other things that you've considered as being really good or clever examples. That's a good question. I've, I've heard this phrase used in personal relationships boyfriend, girlfriend type thing, and, and it will be, is he a keeper? Is he a keeper? Um, you know, I like the look of your boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever. Would you keep him? And I think that's the same answer I'd give you with any promotional gift. Is it a keeper? Because it doesn't matter if it, if I held a pen up and it went, woo, whoopee, and made an umbrella and stirred the tea, that's funny for two minutes, but would you keep it? Well, actually, in that example, you probably would keep it. So I, could, I see lots of stuff that you think, I wouldn't keep that. What, what do you think I'm going to do with that? Do you think I'm going to keep it? And if you can, the holy grail is to get it to be kept. But the challenge is that you're not doing it one-on-one. -on -one. If you bought 500 things off me, 500 key rings, 500 stress balls, they're going to go to 500 individual people and they've got 500, 500 individual designs. So you're going to, the challenge is to, to find something that's desirable and that always practical and that's kept. And the best example I've got with that of how you can make it specific would be I was working with a legal firm, very serious company, and they were going out on what I call the university roadshows. So they needed to appeal to their next employees. That's what they were looking for is these young legal legal. Uh, students were going to be looking for work. What firms would they join? And so there was a procession of legal firms going around the country, effectively touting for business, saying, we're the company, you should come and join us. They were looking for something that was different, something that caught the essence of what they did. And what we came up with was seeded notepaper, seeded paper. This is biodegradable paper, and it's got a message on it. So in a simple film, this could be a business card. And that's what they did. They used it as a business card. And the business card said, when you finished with me, plant me in the ground. I'll, bio deco I'll decompost, but I'll also grow wildflowers because you can touch the card and you can feel the seeds in the card. 
Now, what they wanted to link with was about growth, about nurturing. So that was what their message said on these business cards was that we're a company that nurture our talent, we'll help you grow. And of course, the lovely link there was that it was to do with seeds. And it also demonstrated that they cared about the environment, which is very important to young people. And it showed also that the company thought outside the box, that this is a company that they're going to do things creative. And that, that's a company that they're going to want to join. So that's a simple example that my client wouldn't have known of that. But by working with people like myself and thinking, well, how could that work? What is it you're trying to appeal to? We can work, work strategies around that that will be specifically targeted at that university, in this case, that university audience. Okay, so you, look, you're, selling, you're selling it so far, Richard. How can we use our senses to sell more? Most people are buying something that they, clients react to based on a color or a touch. That's promotional gifts are big on that. But other things that would work well, that, that work well in the promotional merchandise sector that appeal to taste would be mints, very, very popular for trade shows to give you the, the you know, fresh taste in your mouth. But they're disposable, of course. So once they're gone, they're gone and the branding's gone and it's all gone. So it's a short burst of branding, burst of something. Drinks are very similar. Water, bottled water that's got your brand on it. But the one I like the most is smell. And we're having some real big successes recently with people that use smell and then wait for it, I'll tease you a bit longer. And they, they're getting into your second biggest workspace. So the biggest workspace is the desk, trying to get merchandise on your desk. But smell can get it in your car with an air freshener. So a simple thing like a really sexy looking, it must be sexy, don't go and stick your business card on it. Make a business card that looks like a love heart. Looks like, whatever, who cares what it looks like? It's got to be something, a, a cat, picture of a cat. You know, people, a, a nice puppy dog. People are going to like that, as long as it doesn't smell of a nice puppy dog. And so there it is. It's in the car. It's got an appealing picture on one side, and it rotates. And guess what it's saying about your business? And it's got that aroma. Thanks for your insights, Richard. It would be great if our listeners can make contact with you if needs be. How might they do that? Given the current circumstances in the UK with businesses being in lockdown, the best way would be for people to visit the website. There's all manner of ways you can contact us from the website. Uh, of course, it's www, and then it's rtpromotions, letter R, the letter T, promotions.co.uk. That's by far the quickest way. The same brand is in use on Twitter and Instagram, rt underscore promotions. Find us there. We'd love to talk to you. We'd love to help you. So... That's me, Nigel Davey from SME Needs. And me, Laura McCarry at The Hidden Edge. Please do make contact with any of us for sound business advice whenever you feel you need it. Ooh, and don't forget to comment on, like, follow and share this podcast for us. Mm-hmm.